liqueur put that shit in a shaker with ice shake it up strain it into a shot glass and that is the royal scotch and it is lovely and delicious and wonderful all right uh well kelly you should go first because it's yours oh yay all right so i love the royals and i am a big fucking fan of this story in particular (laughs) so i have picked richard the third and the tower prince and does anybody know this story at all? I saw the Tower Princes when I was trying to look up, so I know a little bit, but uh, not a lot. I don't know this story, but I'm sure you got 18 pages of I do, <laughs> I do, and every single one of them is gold. All right. <laughs> so. Probably not. It is, goddammit. Richard III was King of England and Lord of Ireland from 1483 until his death in 1485. So he ruled for a very short time. But his reign is one of the most controversial and also most important reigns in the history of England. So Richard III was even the subject of a Shakespearean play, Richard III. So in that very, very short period, he did a lot of shit. So a lot of the shit that he did was super cool. Um, He instituted the Court of Requests, a court to which poor people who could not afford legal representation could apply for their grievances to be heard. So that was an awesome thing that he did. Um, He banned restrictions on the printing and sale of books. He prohibited the sale of wine and oil in fraudulent measure. So he was like, you can't water down your shit. And he required that land sales be published and he made it punishable to conceal from a buyer of land that a part of the property had already been disposed to someone else. So apparently before this, you could just... Like, sell a land piece of land to somebody and then sell it to somebody else. And they'd be like, sucks to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Richard III did all kinds of cool shit. And that that becomes important later. I feel like buying property, there's a timeshare on it. You you can't do anything (laughs) about it and it's already done for the next hundred years. Fuck you. Yeah. What the hell? I like that guy already. Fuck yeah. You think back then, records were... Not well kept, and property lines were not well documented. Yeah, who owns yeah. what? And you just argue yeah. about it, murder each other. So this like, dude fixed that. Yeah, that's yeah. Up. So Richard the Third doing some good things Travel at this point. Like <laughs> 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 so the controversy. 
So Richard III was the younger brother of King Edward IV, who ruled from 1461 until his death in 1483. Edward IV intended that he be succeeded by his eldest son, Edward V, who was 12 at the time, and Richard III was supposed to be Lord Protector of the realm. So he was supposed to be advisor to his eldest son. So, you know, so Edward would say, if something happens to me and I die, my eldest son succeeds me because that's what happens. And I'm you know, and you're going to be the advisor. You're going to be Lord Protector of the realm. So, as was the custom, Edward V was moved into the royal uh, residence at the Tower of London. Um, and he was going to wait for his coronation there. So that's kind of what always happened is, you know, the kings were waiting to be crowned or the queens were waiting. They moved into the Tower of London for their safety. Um, Richard III moved into Crosby Hall in London and he was living the good life like he was on cribs and shit. <laughs> Apparently that shit is super fancy and everybody's hanging out and everybody loves Richard III and it's like, fuck yeah, party time. So the Queen Mother... Elizabeth Woodville, she had taken her youngest son, who was also Richard, Richard the Duke of York, and she had five daughters. They're all at Westminster Abbey. So, we've got the soon-to-be king in the Tower of London. We've got Richard III living it up in cribs in Crosby Hall, and then we got everybody else in Westminster Abbey at this point. So, about a week before the planned coronation, the Queen Mother allowed her youngest son to travel to the Tower of London to visit his brother. So, now both of the sons are in the Tower of London. During this time, Richard III is running everything, and people are pretty happy. Richard's a good dude. They're, like, you know, hanging out in his cribs, and you know, everybody's fucking happy. So, they're like... It'd be kind of nice if he was running shit instead of this 12-year-old that we're about to have running everything. So, the church steps in. And they say that the marriage of Edward IV to Elizabeth Woodville was bigamous. Because Edward IV had been promised in childhood to Eleanor Butler. This would make their children illegitimate and Richard III, Richard III would be the rightful heir to the throne. So... Keep in mind that these people had been <clears throat> married for years. He had been on the throne. Fucking got... definition of bigamy. What the fuck <laughs> is that? And that happened all the time that, you know, people were promised in childhood. But keep in mind that this woman never said anything the whole time. Well, that... that shit happened all the time exactly. back then. Exactly. And the nobody would have said anything if they didn't really want this Richard <laughs> guy on the throne. So this was just something, you know, that would give them a platform to make that happen. So, soon after the church started, you know, spouting this, um, the citizens of London drew up a petition to allow Richard III to assume the throne, and he was actually crowned on July 6, 1483. Supposedly, the two young princes never left the Tower of London. Of London. So, remember, you know, the prince that's supposed to be the king is there, and his younger brother is also there now. Apparently, they never left. So what's the conspiracy in this? What happened to the Tower Princes? So a popular theory is that Richard III had them killed after he was crowned. And, but a lot of people think that's bullshit because Richard III was apparently like a super good dude. And these are his nephews and their little kids and, you know, all that. <laughs> um, 
The death of the princess would have only helped him if everybody knew they were dead. So if he had killed them and said, now there's nobody to compete for the throne, that would have helped him. To kill them in secret doesn't, and there was never anything like that. So nobody ever, like, because they're kids, right? They're little kids. So yeah. nobody ever went to, like, take them a sandwich, or it's just like they disappeared, nobody saw them, and they assumed that they're still in the tower? So, people saw them in the tower after he was crowned. Um, but there are no writings to suggest what happened to them. Um, but they know that, you know, at least for a few months after he was crowned, they were still alive. And that's important, too, because why would he keep them alive? You know, if they have a claim to the throne and that's the reason for killing them, then kill them, make it public, say, hey, now nobody has a claim. So he didn't do that. And they were his little nephews. And a lot of people say, you know, he was a good dude. So maybe he didn't kill them. Maybe he just kept them there. And so that that's one thing. You know, it said there, there was no public execution, no display of bodies, no announcement, no nothing. Nobody ever said they were dead. Um, and also, he never did anything to the five sisters, which were, like, in his shit, like, <laughs> fucking with him the whole fucking time. So, during his short reign, like, you know, they were fucking with him a lot, and he never did anything. So, they're like, maybe he didn't kill them, and maybe he just left them in the tower. So, another theory is that the princes were kept in prison until King Richard was killed in the Battle of Bosworth in 1485. Because that's why his reign was so short. He was he was killed. And he was actually the last English king to die in battle. <clears throat> so at that time, Henry Tudor claimed the throne and became Henry VII. If the princes were still alive at that time, their claim to the throne would have been greater than his. So maybe he killed them at that time. And just thought it was better to let everybody continue to think that maybe Richard had done it. That way he doesn't have to be the one that killed the little kids in the tower. There's another theory. Richard III asked a guard to murder the boys, but he was unable to kill the children. Instead, he allowed them to escape. And over the years, a few boys came forward claiming to be one of the missing princes. And uh, they were each discredited and executed as imposters. But there were a few that came forward and, you know, over the years. So that's another theory. So, in 1674, workmen remodeling the Tower of London found a box with two small skeletons, and it was assumed that these were the missing princes. King Charles II had the bones interred at Westminster Abbey. In 1933, the remains were examined, and based on measurements of bones and teeth, it was concluded that the bones belonged to children around the same age as the princes. But there wasn't a whole lot they can do back then. In the 1990s, requests were made to re-examine the remains, but uh, Queen Elizabeth II would not grant royal approval. And I don't think that that's any, like, conspiracy thing. I think maybe she just didn't want them digging up the bones of little kids. Yeah. You know. In 2013, a team for the University of mm -hmm. Le Leicester? Leicester? I think it's Leicester. Leicester? 
<laughs> we need we need chat smash because yeah. apparently this happened like really close to where they are. Oh yeah, tell us everything yeah. you're pronouncing wrong. <laughs> yeah. like, things like like Gloucestershire. Yeah, when you read it out, it doesn't look like you would pronounce it like that. Like their shit is awesome. No, this was like, part of my tech trivia, and he immediately got it. He's like, "This happened right up from my house." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Vinny did. Yeah, we love you, Vinny. But uh, <laughs> okay, in 2013, a team for the University of Leicester <laughs> was overseeing an archaeological dig beneath a parking lot, and they were uh, searching for the remains of Greyfriars Monastery, which which was demolished in uh, 1538. In addition to the remains of the monastery, they also uncovered a tomb with what would later prove to be the skeleton of Richard III inside. So, after the Battle of Bosworth, it was documented that Richard was buried without ceremony, but there was no description of the location, so nobody knew where the fuck he was. Richard III was the only English king since the 11th century whose final resting place was unknown. It is assumed that Richard was carried to the nearby monastery after the battle and buried by the friars. So he lasted 400 years, but everybody acted like it was dumb in Justice League when the humans just buried the box like right under the ground. It took 400 years to find a king they were looking for. <laughs> Come on, people. If you just bury some shit, it's, it's gone. When you just bury it, you ain't going to find it later. I promise you. Nobody's ever finding that treasure in Saskatchewan or wherever, the island. Nobody's finding that treasure. I'm sorry. I don't want to, but... Happen. So they did have evidence that actually proved that it was Richard III. So they had uh, radiocarbon dating, was able to date the bones to the correct time period uh, for it to be Richard III. Uh, the skeleton also had uh, fairly severe scoliosis, and a lot of the writings about Richard III claimed that he was hunchbacked. So that was one of the things that they used. Um, the wounds on the skeleton were consistent with the wounds documented on Richard after the Battle of Bosworth, including the top of his head had been removed. So, like, the top of it, the skull. DNA. They actually have DNA evidence, though. Two mitochondrial DNA matches to known relatives on the maternal line for this. And I guess it's good that they, you know, know the royals, so they actually were able to <clears throat> match that up. Richard III was the first known historical figure to have his DNA se sequence. Oh, that's neat. That's cool as shit, I <laughs> told you, I love this topic. It is super good. So, that is actually all I have. Alright, um, since I'm an idiot and I don't know what the fucking royals are, <laughs> I, I could not fucking figure out what to use. So, I decided to go with Sir Charles Spencer Chaplin. That's Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin was the, the not in my he, Queen Elizabeth in He was a black and white movie star, by the way, if anybody doesn't know who this man is. He was also. Who would not know who Charlie Chaplin is? There's a lot of people. Well, I wouldn't. Know if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, have you, have you ever heard of Sir Charles Aliens? Spencer Chaplin? I would be like, I don't know. But that's his name. He's. Sir Charles Spencer Chaplin. It just amazes me that people. I mean, I know there are people out there that don't know that shit, but. It just hurts my head to think that it exists. I saw something where, like, somebody was asked if they'd ever seen a PlayStation <laughs> 2 in real life. <laughs> and how they, that made them feel like they were 100,000. I have like, five different PlayStation 2s. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the original big brick ones, because that was the cheapest DVD player you'd get at the time. I waited in line at Walmart all night. Someone called in a bomb threat, and we still went back and got our PlayStation 2s. <laughs> I don't care. I wanted my PlayStation 2. 
And then I bought like three of the other ones because they kept fucking breaking after that. Was that was probably the last system I played. Yeah. But we're. That's last, sorry, I know. I mean. System I mean I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what you want to think of that meme where it's like a picture of a floppy disk. And it's like the kid's like, oh, cool, you 3D printed a save icon. No. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie Chaplin was knighted by Queen Elizabeth in 1975. He had to wait 20 years. So, I guess in 1955, they were like, hey, you know, we kind of want to knight you. I don't know how knighting works. Um, but they were paranoid about doing it because the United States <clears throat> accused him of being a communist and he, they said he was immoral because apparently he had a whole bunch of wives. Two of them are only 16 years old. Did you know that? A whole <laughs> bunch of wives at the same time? Or no, just like, he wives. just bounced oh. around. He was like, hey, they got around a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, let's marry every fucking body. But so they they waited to knight him because of what we thought. And I don't understand that. Like, who gives a shit what we think? Like, why did that make them wait? But anyway, so J. Edgar Hoover asked the FBI to look into him for his communist sympathies. And they asked the MI5 for help. The MI5 is UK's domestic counterintelligence and security agency. So it's like their version of the fucking FBI or whatever. Um, they were looking for information about him to get him banned from the United States. So they claimed that he had given money to communist front organizations and he was involved in several paternity and abortion cases. Like, so apparently he's just like getting around like Matt <laughs> said and whatever. But, um, so that happened in 1952. That's when the MI5 and all of them were looking at him. Um, a decade earlier, apparently Charlie Chaplin told the Los Angeles branch of the National Council of American Soviet Friendship, there's a great deal of good in communism. We can use the good and segregate the bad. So, you like know. Like said by, you know, starving in Russia was like, yeah, it's great here. He's a commie. Or, he's here. a commie or whatever. But I don't know. But so. Nobody's ever done well, no mean, communism. Yes, they have, and everybody fucking died. Well, in October... I mean, saying that it would be nice to pick out the few things that are good and get rid of the bad things, that's not bad. Yeah, but but the problem is that with pure communism, the only way yeah. to enforce that is for everybody to want to yeah. participate. If you have a commune and everything, that works. But if you try to force everybody in the world to do that, you can only do it through force. The yeah. only way to make everybody participate is to make them. The ones that don't want to, you have to force them, and to do that, you're going to need bad shit. It's, it's not going to be good. Every time that anybody has ever tried it, it's bad. You have right. to want to participate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this, is what, this is what our show is about, son. In October of 2010, an Irish filmmaker was watching the extra, the extras on a DVD of Charlie Chaplin movies, and this one was from the 1928 movie called The Circus. In that video... In the extras, and it's supposed to be just like where they're premiering it, where they had their Hollywood premiere of this movie or whatever. This lady walks by, and she's holding something up, and she's like talking. Have you seen it? Everybody. We talked about that in yeah. another episode, did we? Did yeah, we? we did. did we do it time in travel? Time travel? Well, we're doing it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got something different. Okay. But I watched it. I watched it a hundred times today. Um, general consensus is apparently now they're saying it's a hearing aid, but why is she talking? Because she's clearly talking, and she's, like, smiling, and she's holding she's something like she walks crazy by. crazy and just talking to herself. So people are saying now that this was a time traveler, so Charlie Chaplin is tied up in the time travel, but I've got something better. I think it was a fucking spy. Right? They had cool shit. They had gadgets and shit. What if that was a fucking spy? I like, I like that. 
And that's all I got for Sir Charles what, Spencer what, Chaplin. What if she was just dictating notes or something? You know, like, yeah, they got this over here and that over there, you know. That would make sense. I, I just got a comment. Um, <laughs> like, him, you know, having lots of wives and lots of women and yeah, stuff. Like, I can't, I mean, I've seen the Charlie Chaplin movies. And I can't imagine looking at that and being like, I gotta get me something. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Super short. Yes, he was literally goofy. <laughs> you gotta think back in that time period, though. Like everybody wanted to go to Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. There wasn't he, a whole lot. So of he movie was famous. Stars. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he was famous and he was rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and apparently he has time travelers. And also he was foreign too. So I mean. Yeah. Wow. That's all I got. I think it was a spy, by the way. That makes the most I'm sense. I'm with that. Right? Yeah. It makes the most Spot. sense. I think they had some gadgets going on. That's possible. What year was it? The movie was came out in 1928, so it would have been 1928. Apparently, the people are saying that it was um, that hearing aid thing came out in 1924. But why would you be talking to your hearing aid? Like, I, she could have been talking to anybody around her. That, no, she's by herself. She, <laughs> like, she's walking by. and. But she could have been talking loud. For people like on camera, she's by herself. But are there actual like cameramen and stuff? Yeah, she might scene? be running from them, telling them to leave her alone or something. I guess I don't know. If you think like when you see a movie, or even talking to people ahead of her, like, "Hey, wait the fuck up! <laughs> I'm holding slow." Which is what I would be saying. Like you see the characters. That's true. I'm still going with Spy. I like Spy. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> All right. But knights aren't royal. <laughs> they serve the royals. <laughs> well, that counts, right? It does count. It does. He was near a royal once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, again, though, I still don't understand the process of being knighted. Like, I don't No, understand. it doesn't mean anything because, like, Elton John's a knight. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Do you know how it used to be important when you went to the White House and the president gave you a medal? Uh-huh. And now it's not because he gave himself one a few years ago. Well, That's um, the same thing. It used so, to be a thing. Yeah, like Ellen DeGeneres has like the middle exactly. one. Yeah, he well, gave her one. And she is an asshole to everybody that comes on her show. What are you even talking about? Like She's the not way even a nice person. The way it said he had to wait 20 years. It's just so is that like something you apply for? Or did they decide just at dinner one night, they're like, hey, you know who we should not? Fucking Charlie Chaplin. So generally they do it for people that have brought like a great contribution to their homeland. Yeah. But again, but and then for them to wait because so of what we thought. For for him to. But go, also for him to be waiting, like who who's the asshole that would assume they're about to be knighted? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Why did so it take that, y'all twenty years to not be? So that makes me think that it's something that he applied for, or maybe they reached out to him and they were like, "Hey, we want to knight you," and then the next day they're like, "Wait." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A certain amount of people every year and tell them, but don't. Tell them why they don't get yeah. married or whatever. There, yeah. there might be a long wait list for something like that. <laughs> it might be something like a year and like it's recommend. like the rock and roll. Ball <laughs> they could recommend twenty and only ten get knighted a year, and then maybe a few years later they get knighted. Or something. I'm gonna like have to do more research about that just because now I need to know how that works. <laughs> Chat smashed y'all know about <laughs> yeah. it. How, how can I get knighted? <laughs> and can women be knighted? I don't think so. I don't think that's the thing that. But the English are, are like so Dame Helen Mirren. Is that what you would be? So dames and when sir, uh, guys get knighted, they're sirs. So sir. Oh, I didn't know that. Sir Richard Attenborough and Dame Helen Mirren are both 
Nice. I'm Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah. You pick Royals as a topic, and you know less than everybody else. Because the Knights aren't royal. Yeah, I fucked up. I yes, did yes. yes. the wrong. Oh, that is a royal celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about the the name stuff, but it doesn't surprise me because. Like the English have had monarchs that were king, you know, that were queens in their own right, you know, for, for hundreds of years, and we didn't even let women vote, you know. <laughs> so, <Young> women. Yeah. <laughs> I got a short one. All right. Bye. Oh, he's got a post-it. It's not a post-it. It's, it's a mini legal pad. It's a mini legal, legal pad. I'm sorry. Which I love. I keep a bunch of these in my desk. Because <laughs> I hate them fucking flimsy-ass notebooks you bought for everybody to take bullshit. They're college rules. <laughs> That's sorry. all that matters. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was in college. Y'all don't hand me no wide rule bullshit because I can't write on it. <laughs> these are... Hardback, so they're not as flimsy. <laughs> and I like the color. Why is Staples not like supporting this show at this point? <laughs> well, this came from Office Depot, so. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I, I read an article earlier, and this is why Kelly thought that my topic was like Game of Thrones. But I read an article earlier that compared a lot of the major scenes in Game of Thrones to their actual historical events. And the one I picked to do my research on was the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. The actual historical event was the Black Dinner. And, and I don't remember the year because I didn't write that down. <laughs> but during um, a year. Sometime in history when uh, <laughs> When, in the days of yore. <laughs> when King James II was 10 years old, if anybody knows that year. Holy shit, that sounds like a long time ago. Yeah, it does. When someone has a number after the name, it's fucking a long time ago. Isn't that the Bible God? Holy <laughs> <laughs> People shit. do still have numbers after their name. Uh, but anyways, uh, the, I, I guess the the James people, they had an uh, ongoing dispute with the Douglas clan in Scotland. For years and years and years, they were always fighting and, you know, who gets to rule the throne and shit like that. So when King James II was 10 years old, he invited two of the younger Douglas sons to, like, a weekend getaway, you know, we'll sit down, we'll talk, we'll have a good time, have a dinner or whatever. At the end of the weekend, they were all having their feast, and a bunch of the king's men came in with a, a bull skull, or a bull's head, that they had cut off and just laid it on the table. And I, I guess that means, like, your shit's fucking, you're dead. That was like the horse head from, yeah. what you call them? So the anyway, Godfather? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, like, you know, they thought, like, Everybody's supposed to be making up. We're going to come to some kind of agreement on who's going to get what. And then this happened at the very end of the weekend. Nobody ever laid on to it. You know, they all had a good time or whatever. And just last minute, these people <clears> walked <throat> in and did that. So they ended up dragging the two boys outside, gave them a, a trial where they were both found guilty and just beheaded right there on the spot. So. Damn. 
like why they call it the, the black dinner. It was a well. Black. Why did they call it the red wedding or whatever you said? In Game, in Game of, of Thrones. In Game of Thrones. There was a, there was a wedding where everybody is there, and then it's just like everybody got massacred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like okay. Every, every single person that was important in that show got killed during that time. Like there was a pregnant lady that got stabbed like six hundred times in the fucking. <laughs> Damn. Game of Thrones is fucked it. up. Yeah. yeah. I never watched it. It's a good show. Yeah. But yeah, they based that the Red Wedding off of the Black Dinner, which was. It happened when King James was... Ten years King old? James II was ten years old. And that's the Bible guy. That's what we yeah. learned. <laughs> Maybe. <But> the, <laughs> Maybe the, the other two boys were William and David. Uh, William was 16 and David was younger. William and David Wallace? No, Douglas. Oh, okay. I was about to say shit, yeah. David Who Wallace. David Wallace? From the Brave, No, Bravenheart. William oh, Wilson, that's, that's, that's oh. the Wallace clan. That's, yeah. that's what Braveheart's based yeah, on. Yeah, this, this is the Douglas clan. Yeah, this is a, so that's what, William, William was only 16, and his his brother was younger. But, they, yeah, they didn't give a shit if they were kids or not. They just drug them out and fucking cut them right off. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's all I took. That's terrible. Life. I'm telling you, there's a ton of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of guillotines and plague and poisonings. The Orioles poison a lot. (laughs) Yeah, well, like, what makes this so fucked up is that they were just kids. And in their clan, in the Douglas clan, they were set to, like, have power. But they were still just kids. Like, they weren't grown men at the time. They they weren't making decisions to go to war and shit like that. They were fucking kids. Yeah. And these people were like, nope, when you get older, you will be making those decisions, so we're gonna catch you right off. <laughs> well, that's like with the Tower Princess, you know, 12 yeah. and 9, you know, yeah, they, at 12, he's supposed to get the throne and yeah, maybe somebody shit. killed him or, you know. I don't know, man. Wouldn't you be pissed, though, like if a 12-year-old was president? Like, it if I woke up one morning and they told me that yeah. this is the dude, this is, this is the guy, he's in charge now, he's 12, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> so. And, th- and that's kind of what happened. And that's yeah. why the church is like, hey, yeah, we got to work around <laughs> here. Not do that. What you got? I'm reading about, sorry, I'm reading about Robert the Bruce. He, he actually took over after William Robert Wallace. Robert the Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, he was uh, king of Scotland and uh, tried to uh, get their independence from England, apparently. After <clears throat> William Wallace lost uh, a couple of battles, he, he'd, like, taken over and then lost some battles. Robert the Bruce, like, they were like, okay, fine, king, England's king or whatever. And then Robert the Bruce was like, Scotland said, nah, fuck y'all. And then took over everything and <laughs> won. Like, it was it's from, like, 1200 to 12, late 1200s, early 1300s. He was fucking awesome. I watched a movie about him the other day. Sorry, I liked it. Is that what your topic is? No, I was just already <laughs> reading about that because she was talking about, or he was talking about something what, similar. What was that movie? Braveheart? No, no, actually, it's, it's called Outlaw Kings. Oh, that's the it's one got, that came uh, in halfway through yeah, or whatever. It's got, uh, it seemed pretty good. The dude that it was in the new Star Trek movie as William Shatner. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He, he plays Robert the Bruce, and right after uh, they lose everything, the King of England comes in and says, "You're, I'm taking over, you're all going to die if you don't you know, do what I say. Yeah. Everybody says Bruce okay, and then once they leave... <laughs> That's the clan, the Bruce clan. So Robert the Bruce. Is a <laughs> like it would be William the Wallace, I guess. Kind of like, I guess that would be the same thing. I might be wrong now. If I'm wrong, Kelly the Madden. 
I'm trying oh. to figure out if it's right or not. Hold on. Sorry, oh, his, his grandfather was Robert de Bruce, B-R-U-S. So it was changed, I guess, when they moved. I'm guessing they were probably European, and they were kings or whatever and moved to Scotland or England. So instead of de Bruce, they, did, they changed it to the Bruce. <laughs> yeah. the instead Bruce. of just yeah. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know if, if Ryan has paid a visit to our website about Paige lately, but I'm the one. That does Google. <laughs> <laughs> He's stepping on toes. Yeah. Well, I'm actually on Wikipedia. I am. That's why I'm terrible. <laughs> that's even better. I have no kind of anything. I'm getting most no, of this from the movie I remember, no, and it's probably wrong. Notice that I said Google and Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I was duck duck going, and it was wrong. It My won't, bad. It won't happen again. <laughs> yeah. And actually, mine was on. Oh, I did this uh, classic one. Shooting comments and the curse of his tomb. Which was, you know, put on there and then all wrapped up in rope and they were like, don't open this fucking shit. And everybody had fucking opened it and they all died, like, within 20 years, pretty much. Everybody connected with it. But I don't know if it was a curse, but it's probably just some sort of weird disease. Well, know, that's like, what I was about to say. What did right? they all die from? Uh, a bunch of different things. Okay. Uh, it started uh, in 22. Uh, British archaeologist uh, Howard Carter went out to Egypt to try to find where it was, uh, sent by Lord. Carnarvon was his name, and that dude died like almost immediately afterwards. He sent him, <clears throat> and then all the electricity in the city went out where they were from. Apparently, after they found the tomb, it was weird as shit, but it was a coincidence. And then on uh, Mr. Carter's team, uh, Ali Fami uh, died in '23. This happened '22, so he died the next year. He was shot dead. Uh, the guy that. Uh, x-rayed the mummy, uh, Archibald Reed x-rayed it the next year, he died the year after in 24, nobody knows why, and the guy who was uh, the governor that allowed them to search and find the body and take it out and do everything was assassinated in Cairo the next year in 24. Arthur Mace uh, died of arsenic poisoning in 28, he was on the team. His secretary was smothered in 29, and his father committed suicide the next year in 30. He was still alive. The only one left that was sent down there pretty much was Carter. He died in 39 of Hodgkin's lymphoma. Everybody else associated with it died weird-ass circumstances within the 15 years. Where is this his... tomb now? Oh, it, it was right off the coast. It's in Egypt, right off the coast of the Nile, the river. It's a valley of the delta or valley of the something. Damn, hold on. I thought I wrote that down. That's the only thing I didn't write yeah. down, what it was called. But it's, I had the coordinates, but where they found it, it's like right off the Nile River, and they found... So is the body still in it? No, no, they took everything out and so. removed everything, and now you, I want to say just recently Egypt moved a bunch of their uh, mummies, their their uh, antiquities and shit, to a new location. They had a parade and everything about a week ago. The people who I went, like, can you pay money and just go in and look? I was and about to ask the, the, if yeah, it's like a tourist thing. Everywhere. It's the one with the gold, it's like five yeah, layers. I know who it is, but it's I gold didn't know. Yeah, you can... You can still go see it. That's the same. Like they, they set up a gift it. shop and, and shit, and you and just case, go in and look. In case you didn't know what museums were. Well, we can't just go look at dead people. <laughs> like uh, I, that's wild what to me. No, what I, about, I know. Hey, what, I know what she's saying. What about like the bodies exhibit we saw. Well, that's a yeah. super special sciencey thing. This is just a hey, look but, at hold, the mummy. Hold on, hold on. Like going to look at artifacts of. Oh, I'm sorry. She just said we can't go in and look at dead people. Except for this one time, because that was for science. Well, that's a one-time well, science of thing. Who, who do you think these people are? Nobodies? This is King Tut. Well, yeah. we can't they just go look his... at John F. Kennedy's body. But they didn't preserve John F. Kennedy's body. If they had, you could. You know, you can go see Rasputin's dick. 
<laughs> they preserve it. You can see it. And it all depends on if they have it. You can go see fucking uh, Einstein's brain. If you pre- if they preserve it, you can look at it. But if they didn't, well, so can we go look at Walt Disney's hand? They didn't preserve it. Look up what they preserved. He's frozen. How do you know that? That's a rumor. <laughs> I want that to be you know true like, so bad. It's been a rumor for like 30 years. Before so where is this thing, hand? That was a rumor for some reason. How do I get to go look at it? Or how do I look at Rasputin's dick? Yeah, where is Rasputin's dick? I'm pretty sure there's a museum of phalluses and his is there. I'm not in that. No, <laughs> that, that cannot be true. That yeah, cannot that be true. Actually, it is true. They did preserve his, his thing. I'm pretty sure. But there's going to be a whole museum of dicks. Yeah, just to see every, like, yeah. That's the whole thing. Googler. In case you didn't know. Please most tell of the, me. If, most of the animal has bones. That's why it's called a boner. Please tell me if there's a museum of phallus. I said most. I'm like, humans. I said most animals, not humans. I'm not dumb. I broke it. She broke it. Humans do not have bones in their penises. I did not say that. I said most animals that aren't us that are mammals have bones in their penises. Not us. Most mammals, not us. No, I don't think that's true. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They all, they all have bones that you didn't know that. No. How, how would a pig get a spiral boner if it didn't have a bone in there? It's spiral. What about ducks? I don't know about birds. Ducks don't I, have dicks. Ducks? That shit looks like a fucking auger bit coming out. What? So, Rasputin's, uh, Rasputin's penis... It's displayed at the first Russian museum of erotica in St. Petersburg. Oh my god. There is a phallus museum, but yes, it's in the Museum of Erotica. But there, we have a phallus museum in the United States somewhere, I know. Yeah, in Iceland, there's a phallological museum, and it will soon add a 95 year old tickling penis to its life. <laughs> Bones, aren't they? Except for the humans. 
I mean, most of them just look like dicks in a jar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to know about this. Uh, I'm not buying the bone dick. Yeah, I'm not buying the bone <laughs> dick either. I need Matt to Google. Are there actually bones in peni? Is that the <laughs> Is it peni? <laughs> just because I brought this up earlier, here's a picture of a duck penis. <laughs> <laughs> that needs and to go on our Instagram. A duck penis is longer than a duck's body. It extends out like a drill bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and this one is like doing a fly by. <laughs> well. <laughs> fly by fruiting. Shut up. <laughs> that's technically accurate too. It is. I know. Yeah, that's pretty nasty shit. <laughs> I'm gonna stop looking up duck dicks. Yeah, let's stop looking up duck dicks. I just scrolled for a little bit. Some of that shit looked a little, a little crazy. I still say I'm, I don't think ducks have dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's Photoshop. Oh shit! Are we ready for final? Yeah, thoughts? let's do final thoughts. <laughs> All right. Tower princess. Tower princess. Who killed the tower princess? I don't think. Well, I mean, obviously they're dead now. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody killed them. You think they got out? I think they got out, yeah. It's just as likely, likely they're in like an iron mask somewhere. They did that a bunch too if they want to murder you, but they don't want you to like live normal. Like, it's not a real iron mask. Like, the man in the iron mask looks like a movie. Like, um, that was actually a real person, but uh, people yeah. surmised it wasn't actually iron. It was like some sort of bullshit you couldn't get off, but it wasn't made of metal because that would be fucked up. Yeah, that was a real thing. Fucking sounds terrible. Yeah. What do y'all think about the tower? I think that probably Henry Tudor killed him. I think they, they might have lived for that year and a half, two years that, you know, uh, Richard III was king. But since they found the bodies of kids, and there were two kids, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm thinking that they probably died in that tower. Um, so either Richard III killed him, or had him killed, or it had to be Henry Tudor. And I just... I I feel like after a few months, they probably got fed up with it, and they're like, this bullshit, we're getting out. Yeah. Well, then who were the two kids that were found in the 1600s, though? I mean, I mean lots of kids, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lots of kids died back then. Yeah. So, if you think they got out, do you think any of the ones that came forward later were actually telling the truth? Probably not. King Tut. Cursing motherfuckers? Or... Nah. I don't know. I like that one. I think that's pretty cool. What kind of a dude was King Tut? Was he a good guy or a bad guy? Wasn't he young? Yeah. He was super young and had like a club foot. So I don't know that he actually did anything while he was was a good king, but they didn't like him because he was too young and they wanted to take over and do their own shit. They didn't like what he was doing. Like he was too good or something like the opposite like him. Like after a couple years, Richard got, I don't like what he's doing now. It's too much. Get people... Good stuff, no. Just murder them and let them do whatever we say. I, w- I would believe more of the curse theory if some of those, like, if everybody died of natural causes. But, like, people getting shot, I'm like, yeah. Maybe that dude was just shady trying to sell some fucking artifacts he found. That <laughs> yeah. They used to sell just mummies on the side of the road. That's how you used yeah. to make m- the paint, the mummy brown or whatever, was the ground up mummies. They used to be a thing. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a paint made from their bodies you can't get anymore, but it's, it's like ground up mummies. It's some oh. sort of weird gray brown shit. It's 
creepy looking about it out about that, but painting has been around for centuries. I, I don't but, use human but bodies. Paint, to but paint yeah. is not. <laughs> I mean, these so are obviously they use other things besides paint back in the day. Well, I know there's a lot of weird shit that makes colors, but a dead body is one of them. Yeah, shouldn't be. But it was. I feel like that wasn't even like the. That wasn't even like a normal thing to go to. Like, cause you know what else is fucking brown? Like dirt. No, no, let's ground up these bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Carmine dies think, bugs. But think, if you ground up like the body of somebody that was really famous or you thought was really famous and made a painting, how much would it be worth? It's very true. Like, I mean, if I painted something out of fucking King Tut's body. Probably worth a lot of money if I didn't go to prison for. <laughs> yeah, yeah you probably go to prison. You probably get a lot of money just for like having King Tut's body without like <laughs> yeah. having to grind it up and yeah, but paint like, a picture. Hold on, though, a body is harder to transport than a painting. <laughs> so, so you can roll a painting up. I mean. But are you going to use, like, the entire body? You haven't thought of the smell. You haven't thought of the fucking smell. I guess I could roll a body up in a carpet, but it's not as compact. Oh, my. All right. I guess we're done. All right.